Hello and welcome to StoryQuest. Every week StoryQuest brings your stories to life. My name is Harry and the title I came up with for today's story is The Mysterious Camping Trip. I hope you enjoy it. George was annoyed. It was the summer holidays and his mum and dad had just announced what the family holiday would be. George was hoping that maybe, just for once, they might end up on a sunny beach in Spain or going to one of the enormous theme parks like Disneyland or even going skiing on a snowy mountain. But no, it was not to be. It was something much, much worse. Camping. He should have known. Mum and Dad loved camping. Now you might like camping, but George did not. It seemed to be the most boring kind of holiday there ever was. Sleeping on an uncomfortable mat in a tent filled with mosquitoes, baking hot in the sun, soaking wet in the rain, with nothing to do but peer out of the flap. The only slightly interesting thing was this year's trip was to somewhere new. A place called Fay Hollows, which Mum said had one of the oldest oak trees in the country. George couldn't get annoyed about seeing a really old tree, and so stayed annoyed, and wasn't looking forward to the trip at all. Mum told him off, and pointed out that they were lucky to have a holiday at all. But it didn't cheer George up very much. He just really didn't like camping. It was an impossibly long car journey, and so George decided to go to sleep. It seemed like only a minute had passed when Mum woke him up. They'd arrived. Driving into the field, signposted Fay Hollows, they were greeted by a very old man who was wearing rather strange clothing, almost as if he was from the Victorian times. So that was a bit weird. He pointed to a very old tree and told them they could pitch in its shade and then said, in a rather stern voice, There's water in the well you can use, but those woods there are out of bounds. A well? thought George. Why no taps? Mum and Dad didn't seem bothered by this, but George felt like it was just another thing that was going to be annoying. And why couldn't they go into the woods at the edge of the field? Them that live there don't like being bothered by folk, said the old man. And then, tipping his cap, he left them to unpack. George wondered who on earth lived in a wood. The next strange thing to happen was that things, well, just kept going missing. Uh, Have you seen the tent pole? said Dad. I'm, I'm sure I left it here. Oh, it's on the roof of the car, said Mum. What on earth is it doing there? George could have sworn he heard a giggle, but there was no one to be seen. Where's my phone charger? said George. I left it in the car. It turned up, draped over the branch of the oak tree. Again, George thought he could hear a giggle, but looking around, there was no one to be seen. In fact, weirdly, there were no other campers there at all. Their tent was all alone, under the old oak tree, by the side of the forbidden wood. It was evening, and Mum and Dad had gone to see if they could get water from the well, which looked at least a thousand years old. It was at the end of the field, but George had decided to stay behind. 
After all, his mobile phone had charged up now that he'd found the cable, and he'd downloaded a brilliant new game and wanted to be left in peace. He was distracted by a twinkle and a flare. He looked towards the forbidden wood and was surprised to see that there were flickering lights dancing back through the trees. Someone had a bonfire going by the look of it. He remembered what the farmer had said, but just couldn't resist getting a closer look. Putting his mobile phone inside his pocket, he quietly moved to the thicket at the edge. He could just about see a massive fire and around it shadowy figures were moving, dancing, and he could just about hear some kind of song, or rather a chant. He found himself tiptoeing closer, silently through the trees. It seemed impossible to get a clear look, and then all of a sudden there was a crack. He'd trodden on a branch, and the noise made the strange ghostly beings turn towards him, and ghosts they were. As one, they swooped towards George, who began to run and run and run. Come back, they hissed. We only want to play. He ran out of the woods directly into the farmer, still in those old-fashioned clothes and carrying a candle lamp. What did I say? he shouted. I told you to stay out of them there woods. What? What? What are they? George whimpered. Trouble is what they are, that's what. They're the fae. Mischievous folk playing tricks and pulling humans into their realms. I should know. What do you mean? said George, shaking with fear. They captured me two hundred years ago. My spirit must never leave the field. You were lucky to escape. Now you stay clear of those woods, you hear? George shivered all over and was relieved to see Mum and Dad were on their way back from the well. But something wasn't quite right. They seemed to be shadowy, and a mist was billowing all around them. They were floating and looked, well, different. It seemed that Mum and Dad were now ghosts too. He screamed and began to run, but they were quicker than him and flew towards him with ghostly cries. Come back! They hissed. We only want to play! They were getting closer and closer, and George shut his eyes in terror, and then there was a whoosh! And George woke up. He was back in the car. Wake up, sleepyhead, said Dad. We've arrived. George rubbed his eyes in astonishment. He could see a field full of tents and a modern-looking sign saying, Fay Hollows, family campsite. There was no strange Victorian farmer, no spooky woods, and as far as he could tell, no mischievous, ghostly folk ready to play. It must have been a dream. He smiled in relief and felt happy and actually left his phone in the car to help Mum and Dad unpack everything. Well, you've cheered up, said Mum. I thought you said camping was boring. George had had enough excitement to last him a lifetime and then he even thought a boring holiday was better than being dragged into a supernatural realm and forced to be a spirit. And if his mobile phone strangely seemed to disappear from the car and appear in Mum's handbag, well, George was too busy to notice. 
with an adventure playground, sweet shop and a swimming pool, this camping trip was turning out to be pretty good after all. So, Harriet, you gave us the idea, the mysterious camping trip. What, what made you think of that name for the title? Uh, we were going on quite a lot of camping trips lately, and I was, I've been reading quite a lot of mystery books. So I thought I'd put the, both of their ideas together. You squashed them both together. So what did you make of our mysterious camping trip? Tell us what you thought of the story. I really, really, really liked it. it was, what was your... Yeah favorite part about the trip and the mum and dad are ghosts (laughs) and the camping trips that you've taken i'm guessing they probably weren't as spooky as that but have there ever been anything as mysterious happening when you're camping no (laughs) somebody stole your trainer once didn't they just just the one trainer just one trainer they didn't they didn't take the pair no, where did you find it? Around the back of the tent. We found oh. it. <laughs> well, it would have been easy to um to spot who stole it because they would have been walking around with one absolutely sopping wet foot. So that would have been easy for them to find, I would say. Um, listen, I we really appreciate you sending over your story title, The Mysterious Camping Trip. Have you got any camping trips planned in the future? No, not yet. No. Anything mysterious happening soon? Halloween, maybe? Okay, yeah, that's good. It's a mystery, amazing. Listen, Harriet, thank you so much for helping us out with StoryQuest, okay? Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash StoryQuest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.